A decade ago, I never thought I would be 23 on the verge of spontaneous combustion. What was me? Tune in. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. She's on fire. And she burns through the night at the speed of flame. She's on fire. Guys, we're getting all... We're throwing it back. Oh, yeah. We're seeing the future, so we're going to the past. Oh, yes. Sick burn, y'all. Welcome to the Sleepy oh, Hollow Super After Show. We are talking about Sleepy Hollow here today in the building for season four, episode eight. Sick burn. Sick burn. Man. Sick burn. Sick burn. Such a sick burn. <laughs> there were too many songs that we thought of for this. We had a Burn lot. Baby Burn Disco Inferno. <laughs> yeah. We had uh, I'm Burning for You. Yeah. We went with um She's on Fire. Yeah. But then we also had Incubus's uh whatever that song's called, uh Pardon Me, which <laughs> opens with On the Verge of Spontaneous Combustion, which is basically what they did. They spontaneously combust. They, yeah, they they were definitely well, there was a little lead up. It was like glowing, boom. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna open with the, with a line from the genie from Aladdin. I was like, you yeah. know, we have genies. Uh, I could have quoted mm-hmm. X Files when we had the genie episode, one of the best episodes of the X Files ah, ever. Yes, yes. Uh, tons of songs, really in poor taste to talk about people exploding into into fire. But you know what? You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's do all for the do. views. Yeah. It's, it's not for the children. It's not it's, for the children. It's for the views. Yes. Uh, joining me today to talk about this episode is Michael Young. Hey, guys. How's it going? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Juan Yosta, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. And you have a new new Twitter account that you started for your design stuff. Oh. <laughs> what, how do people follow that? Well, you have uh, at Juan Yosta, and then you have at That Nerd Soul as well. So you have the That Nerd Soul, and then you have uh, a full tang design as well. That's what it was. Yeah, I just so. saw, I got followed by it the other day, and I was yeah. like, this design looks like something Michael Young did. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely michael young so yeah at a full tank design it's pretty cool you guys can follow me on twitter at steve lemieux s-t-p-h-e-n-l-e-m-i-e-u-x and we are greeted today by a very special guest the fourth good episode of the season yes yes so we have we have three good we got four good episodes and the last one which was kind of like a mix kind of like half and half it was only Um, bad because of the character design yeah like everything else was good it was just that mask but let's not get on this because this episode was good yes and this episode literally like remember like when we were discussing and I'm predicting Mm -hmm. I'm saying you know what the whole Jackie Chan adventures thing going into the future and seeing everything all messed up we're not going there quite yet, but when got, I saw we got a that couple of visions, yeah, and when I saw Kabaddle, but draggled Samurai Jack style and with the, the scar, scar, I'm like, oh my god, let's get there. Yes, yes. I I know a lot of people would have to die and everything for that to happen, but I thought about your prediction right? last episode, and I was like. I really want that to happen. I was like, I was like uh, Sleepy Hollow colon uh, fight the future or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. It'll, it'll, Fox will and it even out. those storylines <laughs> mm-hmm. go into the future, kill a bunch of people, and then at the end, if you do something to revert it back and go into the past, I'm not as upset because it makes yeah. sense because you're already going time travel route. You're already like going into the future. Sure. So I really, I really like this idea of Molly. And Ichabod being able to interact across the space-time continuum. Yeah. 
Um, and I think what we're going to see, I think we're going to see Molly's witness spirit interacting with Ichabod's oh, future and kind of Ichabod. Gaining, gaining knowledge from... Gaining knowledge and figuring out what Dreyfus's weakness is from yeah. that. So well, we do get some information from this, too. Yes. Um, so the fact is, is that Dreyfus had this vision... Mm-hmm. Of himself meeting Ichabod, future Ichabod, in the White House courtyard. <laughs> uh, he's destroying democracy, views himself an emperor. Yeah. This is kind of like a vision of what could be, yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, we'll get into why he's having these visions or w- yeah. what is actually leading these visions in a moment. Obviously, they're tied to something deeper than just an LSD His, trip because yeah. Ichabod, because Molly had a vision of Ichabod later on. So obviously, there's some truth to this timeline. Yeah, I think there's when I mean because if you're watching Sleepy Hollow, um you probably, you know, watch other shows that are like maybe like supernatural or, you know, sci- sci-fi led and I believe what they're seeing is a is a possible future, but is the I guess the main future right now if we stay on this course. But of course, you know, there's splinters, there's time splinters, stuff like that. I mean, if you're into Terminator, you know there's like eight John Connor. <laughs> there's like eight timelines. But I think that this is the prevailing future as of now. Um, but I do think, like we've seen in this episode, Dreyfus's main problem is his overconfidence. I think that's going to bite him in the butt because he's, you know, he shows it all the time. Like there's, I think he, because he became immortal, I think he thinks he's already won. And there's a couple of more steps (laughs) before you get to the, to the, I guess the, the emperor of Dreyfus or something like that. Well, that's the interesting thing is he's getting visions of what he believes the future to be. Yes. So whether or not he believes that those are actually visions of the future is yet to be seen. The okay. only reason we can confirm that they could be visions of a possible future is because Molly experienced it as well. Yep. If it was just Dreyfus dozing off and seeing that, <laughs> then it just kind of seems like, okay, this is just the spirit, whatever's inside of him, <coughs> kind of messing kinda with like, his mind. Yeah, kind of like saying fantasizing, this. I guess. Yeah, but because Molly has now officially interacted with Ichabod yeah. from the future, because witnesses have that kind of bond... It gets a little bit more interesting in where yes. we can play around with this um, in terms of we might have an entire episode yeah. in that future with Molly being kind of just there as an observer. Um, mm, okay. Obviously, Dreyfus believes in it enough to design his own American flag. Yeah. Which He's is, already started the design, and it's he. he's very... It's the hubris, man. I think he's going to get him. I think that's what it's going to be. He's. I think he's going to be relaxed a little too much on hey I'm immortal I'm gonna win just because I'm gonna win you know without it's kind of like he has the talent but he's not training but Ichabod might not have all the talent but Ichabod's you know he's doing two a days he's drinking his Gatorade he's he's doing his pull ups and he's doing everything that he needs to do you know running suicides and stuff and then when they come you know when they combat you know Ichabod will have a little bit of the edge on him so what I think would be really interesting, and this is kind of a prediction, so we're going a little off topic, I'm sorry, but is right now, like, what I really loved about this show in the first season was the whole concept of four horsemen. Yeah. And we've killed the headless horseman like three times now. Yes. Uh, we've gotten rid of the other horsemen a few times. We never really saw all of them except for that one time. Yeah. But what I think would be really interesting is if they end this season as the... 
finale of the Horseman of Death, right? Headless Horseman was the Horseman of Death. Uh, no, he uh, wasn't. He war because I thought uh, he the son was death. Um, and I'm sure you guys will let us know in the chat. Um, but I think um, Ichabod's son was death. I think. Yeah, I think he was something. But he got brought back a little bit. Yeah. So what I think would be really cool is if we look at these four seasons, and these four seasons are one tribulation, and it's all the Horsemen of Death. Because okay. if Dreyfus is melded, because we saw that the Horsemen of Death died at the same time as the explosion went off, but at the same time, what Dreyfus was drinking was... Kind of like his essence. His essence mixed with Ichabod's essence. So Dreyfus has a connection to the Witnesses now, but he also has a connection to Headless Horseman. So the Visions actually might be his Witness connection, and the black lines oh. and everything might be his Headless Horseman connection. If Dreyfus okay. technically becomes the Horseman of War and is possessed by the Horseman of War, which is immorta- immoral, then if he's defeated at the end of this season, these four seasons could potentially all have been one single tribulation. Okay. And it really raises the stakes because you have the witnesses having to take on seven tribulations to prevent the apocalypse. And one of them is four seasons in which a witness has died and been replaced already. And all of this stuff happens you within one tribulation. Cool. Like, I think Even though we had some issues with two and three, yeah, that does kind of, that kind of helps you bear the other two. It, it kind of, it kind of helps them in continuity a little bit. And we're also looking at this as, okay, if I look at this as Dreyfus becomes the ruler of the world later on, mm-hmm. that in itself, the horsemen of war controlling the world is in itself kind of an apocalypse. So <clears throat> going along this reasoning of thought, this makes sense as a tribulation. This makes yeah. sense as one tribulation. The entire start of season one, to the end of this, if they defeat Dreyfus, if Dreyfus is the Headless Horseman incarnate. Oh, and your uh, uh, Headless is... Death. Headless was death. Henry was headless war. Was de- Henry was war. Okay, okay cool. So, right. interesting, the Headless Horseman of death being immortal. I mean, that's and when what he's trying to avoid is death. So it, it'd be very ironic, very cool... And then we can move on with next season yeah, being the next tribulation. Or pestilence or whoever. And big shout, thank you to Ivan Soto and Kristen Collins in the chat for letting us know that because you guys, you know, you got your fingers on Google already. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of that in the chat? Uh, if, if these four seasons were all just one of the seven tribulations. That could make this show as long running as like, you know, like. Smallville or Supernatural or anything like that and while staying fresh because you know like you know okay these four seasons they have kind of finally put death to bed and then maybe like these three seasons they put war to bed and then these five seasons they put well, that's the, you know here's something like the thing that. is we got so sidetracked with Katrina with Henry yeah. and all this stuff in seasons two and three that Realistically, these four seasons are one tribulation, if, if we're going off what I'm predicting. But realistically, you probably only need one or two seasons to have a tribulation. Yeah. So we could be looking at a ten-season show that goes through all seven tribulations, and season two or three are just kind of like the murky waters that yeah. are shaky. But if they go along with like storylines like this with working with the future, actually taking advantage of the characters you have with the witnesses and stuff... Mm-hmm. 
I could be on board for another eight seasons. Yeah, because what uh, what we're getting from the team now, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at. We've we've gone through our stumbling blocks of like the first three episodes, and I'm not mad at you know the team we have now. I like. I think they're gelling well. I like how uh, how Jenny took on Molly for her like day of like mm-hmm. witness hanging out and um I singing that, bowl LSD parties yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know helping her get in tune with her you know kind of like witness supernatural side and I think that's cool because it's it's making them less of a team and more of a family now. Like, they, you know, and I know it's Fast and Furious, I know. It's a family. But still, I, I like how they're they're really doing a great job of making these people me care that uh, about them caring about each other. You know, they've done a very good job of that. It's just, I want to go back to the original canon of this show. Yes. Which I was do do that. Two Witnesses. Yes. Seven Tribulations. Yes. So, we're hopefully going to circle back to that sooner or later. Um, Because they have dropped in a lot of stuff. They still brought up Corbin this episode, things like that. So, I think they are trying to slowly pepper in. I think they finally put uh, Abby to bed for now. You know, as far as, like, because they referenced her too much. And like the first five, six episodes, they referenced, they referenced her like hard. But I think they're finally ready to be like, okay, now we can kind of move forward with showing Molly her powers and her skill set and all of that. Good yeah, stuff. like make her usable. And yeah. you know what? The future is a perfect way to do that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to be in harm's way. She's basically yeah. a spy viewing the future and yeah. Ichabod's doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And because I was figuring how they were going to have her engage, and I figured she'd have to be something long range. Like maybe she learned to be a witch, you know, uh, like a good witch. And, you know, maybe she could do like long range spells. So she could be at home with like maybe Jenny protecting her while she casted spells or I don't something. Know, I don't but know. Just if, something where she was far from the battlefield. I don't know if she'll be a witch, but again, we, we got that scene with um, Uncle Sam. Yeah. We got the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it was Uncle Sam, Sacagawea. Um, Davy Crockett, Crockett and, and Jennings. Jennings. Yeah, uh, Paul Jennings. And the cool thing is, that was, in a way, I kind of laughed at that, but it was kind of like the founding Avengers. It, it did look kind of cool for a second when they were like walking towards the camera. It's like, we are the founding Avengers. You know what it was <laughs> like, actually? It was like Jake, Ichabod, yeah. Jenny, yeah. and... Diane, you mean it it was like the demon hunting team we have now. So it's kind of interesting that our demon hunting team is kind of a re-envision of the the old revolutionary demon hunting team, which I think is really cool because if we go into the future Ichabod again, what, what's, where's Jenny in that? Yeah. Where's Jake and Alex in that? Where's, um... Because we actually didn't have a witness on that team. So if we're going to look at that demon hunting team, and if they're the ones who are going to save Ichabod in the future yeah. with Molly's help, then I would assume that it's Jake, Alex, Jenny, and uh, Diane in the True. future going to save Ichabod. Yeah, because And they're the demon hunting team with the butcher knives yeah. and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> all the doing cool the cool things. stuff, right? Yeah, and it's just it's very interesting to you know start a 
start sort of like this this look into a a possible future because maybe next season we could get and I know this might ruffle some feathers due to how the season went but season two of Helix where you were getting like a little bit of the future a little bit of the past and kind of like but you know just a smidgen differently but kind of like maybe you know seeing following Ichabod around seeing you know maybe those battles and maybe key moments where you know you could have beat Dreyfus this way or you could have you know beat Job that way or trapped someone else or trapped the Justin Bieber guy another way or something like that and then you know bring that information back once she's out of her her trance her meditation trance or whatever and kind of like I guess report to the team you know her findings or whatever so and also would it be cool if she would be vulnerable in that state? Like, maybe. say, if she goes to the future and maybe Dreyfus can't see her and regular people can't see her, but Job can. Yeah, and let's talk about Job because Job yeah. didn't really seem too on board with what's no. going on right now. I think I think we're starting to see that that beginning of the breakup. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> like, there's a relationship for like five years, and it's like. Uh, you've been breaking up for like the last year, though. Here's here's <laughs> the thing that's interesting about Job is this was the deal was Dreyfus gets the life he deserves in mm-hmm. exchange for his soul. Yes. How is ruling the world the life he deserves? True. So that's what I think the the fine print's gonna be. Yeah. Is that. This is the life you deserve, but you are no longer you're on that to, path. Yeah, you're trying to get, you're trying to get a little bit more than what we both agreed upon. Yeah, and if I can't get your soul, so the contract is now null and void. Yeah, because I was always wondering why, like, if the the I guess the the light at the end of the tunnel for Joe would be, oh, I get your soul, but if you're not getting the soul then why are you still hanging around? And like now, like we see, we saw that look on Joe's face where he didn't seem to, he didn't seem too keen on having the, like the Justin Bieber guy and uh, talking about like building his own team. Job didn't seem like he was too ecstatic about that. And this might be the moment where he starts to stray and maybe, maybe look for greener pastures, maybe greener pastures, on another team, a team that maybe someone is already on that has respect for him in a way, but doesn't particularly like him. You know, he could he could maybe switch over and fight with Ichabod and Jenny. You know, maybe maybe he has a a meeting with Jenny, and you know he you know he just says some things like you know hey, you know I'm not really happy where I am. I want to take my talents to South Beach. <laughs> like so, I'm I'm very interested to see how he plays out over the rest of the season because we only have five more episodes. Think, um, let's see. I think five, six more episodes. Well, this is um, eight. I think it's, well, a, this is it's eight. a thirteen so got, episode season. So yeah, we got so we got five, nine, so, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, five more. So we got five, and I'm very interested to see how this plays out. Um, um, because we're coming, you know, we're coming. On the back, you know, we're on the back nine of the of the season, and things are going to get real intense real fast. So let's actually break down today's story. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we find out that there's something called Pickagram, 
We're allowed to mention Twitter and Facebook, but yes. we can't say Instagram on the show. And I, Snapchat. And Snapchat. I, I don't understand, but okay, pick a gram. <laughs> pick a gram, any gram, any gram, any time. So we have Molly showing Ichabod her phone. Ichabod is doing a picogram post, and he doesn't isn't really doing it very well. Like it's a very bad selfie, kind of like it's way too close. And she talks about one of her favorite people is like sick in the hospital, so Ichabod's like going to go to the hospital to do that. Mm. Meanwhile, we got a double Tinder date going on with Jake, Alex, and Mister Sleazy at the bar. <laughs> Mr. Sleazy. <laughs> So, Jake's hitting it up with this hot bartender who looks Yo, a little Jake bit like Eva Mendez, and you're like, damn. Jake was kind of smooth in his, like, like updated newsy fashions, you know? I was like, yeah. I was like all right, Jake, I see you. Jake, so, Jake was making me proud. She, And then uh, we got hotter Kate Mara, <laughs> is how we referenced her earlier. Yeah, um, Alex Alex is at the other side of the bar, like, saying, help me, because she's with this Tinder date dude. <laughs> he's not all he's cracked up to be, sweating profusely, and yeah. she's like... I'm going to go, and it's not me, it's you. It's you. <laughs> and then he, like, chokes up and falls on the ground before spontaneously combusting. Which, you know, I can understand, like, metaphorically doing that when you get turned down by a titter date. Yeah. But not actually doing that. Yeah. I love that Jake's just like, what did you say? He's like, he's like what did you say to him? <laughs> Damn, girl. Because it's like, I was on the other side of the bar, you said something, and this dude completely collapsed. So, and then uh, we get that cool scene in the hospital where we've been waiting for a moment where they always say, "Oh, there's going to be pandemonium, yeah. or there's going to be there's going to be a massacre or something." And we finally get that scene in this hospital. Like people are just you know panicking. There's fire setting because of course people are bursting into flames, and it's very it's 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 the scene that we were kind of waiting for. Um, it could have been a little longer for me, but of course, you know, this is network TV. You can't just show charred bodies all over the place. But the charred bodies they did show definitely drove the point home. Really sucks for the some... doctors, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. they just go up in flames with them. Yeah. One of those doctors was like three days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> three days from retirement. And a daughter in the hospital. Daughter in the hospital. His wife was at home. Just Coincidentally, waiting, the daughter was in call. the next room over and could see him spontaneously combust. Oh, it was really sad. It's just a shame. Um, right behind the curtain. God. Um, but no, I mean, I would have liked to see a little bit more pandemonium. Yeah. Because this was somebody with so many followers. Like, people would be spontaneously combusting all across the nation. Yeah. Unless they were just the people who were close enough to the genie's lair to hear his voice. Yeah. So maybe it's I was just the people in D.C. When they said they were going to, they got a call from the CDC, I was thinking, oh, there's probably people around the nation. And they said in D.C., I was just like, oh. Well, actually. But I was like, okay. When I think about it, though, it's a copy of the curse from before. Yeah, okay. So the curse from before was people of Washington, D.C., so it actually makes sense that it's only affecting people from Washington, D.C. Because they only embedded the curse subliminally into the video. So I think nothing would really change from back then to now. So I'll I'll give them that. Um, Somebody said, like, the security guard. Oh, yes, man. like the security just guard. Like the security guard, man. Just, just three days. I would rather be like turned into dust like that, <sighs> then spontaneously combusted and have dust my soul feed a genie. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a little bit harsher. Um, but yeah, so I mean, cool concept. The people are like blowing up. The dude is like protecting a girl from running across the street and he yeah, gets they, blown up with her. Yeah, they. Ichabod goes out there and yells, Your mobile devices are turned into weapons! Please put them down! Man, 
it was just funny. The the people were just like, who's this guy? Like, there was one guy that like dropped his glasses like, whatever. Like, just, everybody was just like, yeah, okay. And yeah. went back to their phones. And, and it's ironic because like, if somebody says something's really funny, it's a video, and you're like, you're going to watch it. Yeah, you're going to like, okay, let me check it out. I just recently got hooked on this stupid meme, the Shooting Stars meme. Oh, man. Is that the, hold up, is that the one, is that the Shooting Stars Star Wars one, or is it another one? Because I saw one that was Shooting Stars Star Wars, where it has, like, Palpatine flying all over the place. And No, it's <laughs> it's that meme. Oh, okay. But, except it's, it's. One was one's Palpatine. That one was really funny. One's like SpongeBob. Wow. One's Squidward jumping through a vortex and just falling through everything and then landing in his bed. Like, so it's like you have to watch it. Yeah, almost. they're like, like, hey, check it out. Look up the Shooting Stars memes, like a compilation video, and you'll be laughing really hard if you have a stupid sense of humor like yeah. me. Yeah, it's um, just like because at first it's like. Huh? And there's like, and the song just is hilarious. just ridiculous. Neil, can we play the song real quick just so people know? Oh so man. If, if somebody was like, hey, don't go look at this really hilarious meme because it's going to kill you. You're going to be like, like, oh, it's going to kill me laughing. Yeah, you'd be like, ah, check it out. Like, you listen know. to the song, man. It's so catchy, and you're just watching people <laughs> flying through random scenes. Oh, man. Like, swimming it's... with dolphins, hitting supernovas, <laughs> and flying into each other. Oh man, it's just—it's like, just what? dumb. It's just completely—it's, but it's—it's it's like dumb and funny at the same time. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So um, if someone told you that, like, hey man, there's everybody's—you know—everybody's watching this thing. Everybody's sharing it. Sooner or later, you're watching. Even if it's on accident, you might scroll through your picogram feed <laughs> and see it on accident. And say, oh, what's this? Oh, it's kind of funny. And then you know, maybe an hour later, you're like, man, I'm extremely hot i'm really, <laughs> I'm really, really burning up <laughs> i'm burning up <laughs> i got that thirst i'm burning up and then next thing you know you're you're glowing and you're dead and whoa buddy i'm burning up <laughs> um everyone's just getting in a fight right now about comparing robbie k who portrayed logan to justin bieber everyone's <laughs> was, just fighting in our chat <laughs> role about comparing anyone guys, to justin bieber guys, also I, ivan soto you said to gin not Ginny, but they say that gin was the original but then the french people called it Jeanne. yeah and then you know now the current normal like term usage is genie so you know is you know it's it's okay to use that it's it's okay I think it's funny that they filmed an entire movie called Rings about watching a mobile phone device video and then getting killed by the little girl who's stuck in a well for some reason. Yeah. Um, I have a poll going on on the Twitter page right now to let you know if you agree with me or not. It is Sleepyheads. We're talking Sleepy Hollow. Are season one through four all just part of one of seven of the, one of seven of the seven tribulations? Hmm. So okay. let me know what you think of that theory. And while you're doing that. Go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. Yes, yes. Um, it's really easy. I'm going to try to find... Oh, shit. Oh, crap. <laughs> that was the first one of the episode. Um, iTunes is being really weird right now in that I can't search for most like our recent... Newer, our newer yeah, it reviews? Won't, it won't show us the newer oh, reviews, man. so I have to like filter through all of them oh, to man. try to find... The ones from 2017, because it's just showing me all the ones from 2013, which is surprising to think that I've been doing this show since 2013. That's a good thing. That's history right there. It is history right there. <laughs> but um, it's it's cool that um, 
we got to see, you know, after, you know, the I'm whole... not done yet. Oh, sorry, I'm not done ahead. yet. Guys, please, if you're watching the YouTube, hit that thumbs up oh, and yeah, be yeah. sure to leave a comment after the video is done playing. After the stream is over. Your yes. comments in the chat roll, they don't save. We they can't should. reply to them. If I miss Ivan Soto saying, nope, only on Heroes are born 24, I won't be able to reply to that unless you're commenting completely out of context in the video afterwards. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll give a shout out to you guys right now. Jacob Alberts, Ivan Soto, Lisa Garris, Ira Garris. We got two Garrises in there. Uh, Kristen Collins in the chat. Word up. Uh, Sissification. Got a bunch of the same people as usual, so thank you, Billie Jean Girl 24 Thanks for watching live, guys. We always appreciate you watching live, but also be sure to like hit us up after the video's done. Leave a comment and say, hey, I gotta watch you guys every week, because you know, we do tape this Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so if you ever want to watch live, that's when we'll be here. If yes, you're yes. in Eastern Time, that's 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's still a good time. It's still a good time. Yeah. So, uh, talk about Sleepy Hollow. Thank you for watching. Um, what were you saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, uh, the cool thing is that we got to see a deeper relationship with Jake and Alex. They, you know, they really, they're, you know, they're road dogs. They've been down there together for a long time. And he's like, I'll sacrifice for you because you're, you're my friend. And they got, you know, they, they had that nice little hug at the end where she was just like, you sacrificed yourself for me. It was was nice. It It was nice. It was nice to see that. And then, you know, the, the nice family moment of the, the selfie at the end, it was, it was just really nice. Uh, also, it was nice to learn that we got the quick answer of the internet. <laughs> it's like server. It's like he was in a server room or a server farm, and Ichabod was like, "What's that?" It's like it's where the internet is. <laughs> it's like it's just like a quick throwaway. <coughs> server farms are where the internet is. That's where the internet's born. It's where, it's where it goes down. At. I was. I thought the creature design was okay. Yeah. It wasn't Arabic enough. Like, the head thing was, yeah, but then it looked it, like he was wearing some weird armor kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit more genie would have been cool. Yes. And the way that the people burned up when they touched him or, like... It was very when he, Tron. When he, when he, I guess, absorbed them. I, you know, it, it could have been different. But I, I think it drove the point home. Yeah, we, I mean, it worked... I just think the character, char- the creature design has been a little bit off this season. Yeah. Especially when we got such a cool burn, uh, the, the yeah, burn unit. Like, that uh, was really cool. Yeah, that burn unit effect or design or whatever. That was really cool. I was like, man, those guys are charred beyond recognition. Right. But, and then we kind of get to the gin. Like, and... I would have thought it was really cool if the gin was one of, like, the charred bodies just walking around. Mm, like, that okay. would have been cool. Or at least his hands or something. But it was, like, just like a slow burn, like, coals. Like, which was kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. I Let me, what did you guys think of the characters with the creature design this episode? It was certainly better than last episode. Yes, so I'm not really, I can't really get on it too much. Um... I thought, felt it was really out of place. I felt like having him be in the server room was just really weird. Yeah, it was. I, I was wondering if he would be. I was surprised that he was in a server room. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that. But I was wondering, and I guess you guys in the chat can chime in. I was wondering if you know they would ever try to because when Alex got um, infected, I thought they were going to try to put her like in a in a bathtub of water to try to keep her cool or something like that, and. They, nobody tried to like hose down the people. I mean, I guess it's like a bad idea, maybe. But you know, to try to keep their body temperatures low because they did that uh, syringe of the the wood, yeah. the North African wood uh, and warm wood, yeah, warm wood and stuff to like drop her body temperature. So I'm like, you know, 
couldn't that work if he just like put everybody in like a you know like in a really cold bathtub with like ice cubes and stuff and try to just keep them they, they couldn't book ice cube for the for the taping um all right moving on <laughs> uh we do get at the end Mr. Dreyfus meeting with YouTube star <laughs> and the YouTube star here's the, the question did yeah the beeps did you did you get the, the the feeling that he was possessed by the genie, or did you get the feeling that more it's like he's just after power and working with Dreyfus? I think it's weird, because in one of his statements, it sounded like he was possessed by the jinn, or the genie, or whatever. But then, when he was talking about getting more and more powerful, I was like, well, is he just a regular guy that's just out for supernatural power? So, I don't think they really clearly described that. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um... I'm sure we'll find out later. Yeah. Uh, but I think the an interesting thing would be to have Molly see him in the future. Mm. And give them, like, a clue to, like, why am I seeing this guy here next to Dreyfus? Yeah. Like, why is he the one torturing Ichabod or something like that? That could be a cool drop because then they would know that he is definitely part of his evil team. He's, like, going to go start singing Eva Netanyahu. Ah. Anyone get that reference? No? Anyone? Anyone? Even at Niage? Do you know what it is? Uh, no idea at all. Even at Niage, backwards, is joining the Navy from The Simpsons when they did the boy band and filmed an entire music video about join the Navy and subliminal messaging. Wow. So. <laughs> the Simpsons. Join the man. Navy. Yeah, The Simpsons did it. Sorry. So, uh, Sorry join Sleepy the Navy, Hall. not Dreyfus. That's. Our message to you guys. So we're going to do something fun with our last four minutes here. Uh, instead of sleeping to Abbey. Predictions? Or no, well, we, we did, already did yeah, predictions. Yeah. Let's do um, Holly app design. <laughs> so we're bringing back Holly, and he's really trying to sell this app that spontaneously combusts you. All right. You go first. <laughs> Hey, I'm Holly. Got this amazing app. Oh my god, your southern <laughs> accent is terrible. It's as bad as my British one when we were sleeping in Abbey. Can we get this can one. we get an instrumental of Sweet Home Alabama in the background? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need that to make this bit actually work. <laughs> to 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 bring it on home. Or not... just the music from a Lincoln commercial because it's oh. basically Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But I think Sweet Home Alabama will work. <laughs> Oh uh, man, but it's it's a it's crazy to imagine. You don't need it too loud. Ah, here we Okay, here we go. Hey y'all, I'm Holly. <laughs> it's good to be back. If y'all have a smartphone or a Lincoln, you can just go to that app store and download Fire. That's what I call my app. It gives you fire in the loins. <laughs> you feel like going to a bar and meeting a guy on Tinder. Well, Tinder makes fire. <laughs> you don't like that date. All you have to do is open up that fire app, watch a little video of myself, and you'll just burst into flames. Get a sick burn. Yeah. Nothing says romance like flames. Passion. I drive Lincolns, but I also use fire. All right, you go ahead. All right, all right, all right. I see you over there. All you want to do is date. But are you dating the the right people? 
don't give the cold shoulder. <laughs> Need to warm that shoulder up. <laughs> I know one way you can do it. Download fire. Download fire. Leave us a rating on the iTunes store. Your experience spontaneously combusting into flames of passion. <laughs> That's right, guys. You don't want that cold shoulder. <clears throat> this app is not rated by the FCC. <laughs> the, th- the thoughts and views from the from the app are co- solely from the from the creator. We are not, not liable those. for any spontaneous combustion in the use of the Fire app. Uh, we do not man. endorse Holly. The views expressed here and those of the host only and do not say reflect the views after his TV or its owners or principles. Could you imagine like you had a bad date and just send flames on him? <laughs> I hated that date. Flames. Flames. <laughs> if you go on a date and you ain't into it, all you gotta do is send him this video. Uh, date over. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. <laughs> no need to call him back. When they turn into charred cinder. On tender. How do you like your steak? Well done. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough. Oh, man. Not, uh, not an app that I would download. There's, not, no, From the would, creators of Tinder, now we have fire. Yeah, I Just would. Fucking kill the person if I you would, don't like the day. I would definitely stay away from that. Yeah, I would I'd too. Stay away from that. If you would download fire, hit that uh, thumbs up button on this video below. Guys, that is the end of our show. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we had a good time, man. This was a good episode. We had a good time. We're, we're getting you know deeper with the team. Um, I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited about where this show is going to go, and it's a it's a 180 from where we started. So I'm I'm glad, definitely glad. Yeah, 180. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a 900 from where we started. It's a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater too. <laughs> Yo, Pro Skater was sweet. If back you in like the day. to gamble until you have your run. <laughs> Yo, Pro Skater Pro Skater was sweet though. It was like, back in the day. <laughs> I even got over a million points, and I was like, you couldn't tell me anything after that. I was like, getting younger in my mind. (laughs) Down the streets. Uh, Dude, that's some of the best soundtracks were Tony Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah, those were, because it was a great mix. You know, you had all kinds of genres, and they they were all great to skate to. Dude, games are boss. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about it right now. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, and tweet me your favorite tracks from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. <laughs> yes, and you can find me at One Youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A, and also tweet me your favorite tracks from Tony Hawk Pro Skater, because I used to love that game. I used to love it. It's so good. <laughs> but one thing that we all also love is... Sleepy Hollow. We're, Hell we're back. Yeah. We're back. Sleepy Hollow is back. Um, I'm excited. Good mm. night, sleepy heads. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. Insatiable is the next episode. Ooh. Ooh. Insatiable fire. <laughs> if you're insatiable, download fire. Download. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Great thing about fire. They keep the same age. I, that, I ruined that. I ruined that so bad. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.